0: It's spooky time. Spooky time.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Real DMC Podcast. DMC stands for Dave, Marks, and Colin. Dave, Marks, and Colin are here today, and this is our inaugural episode of what we're calling Friday Night Frights. Yay! where We'll be releasing a series of uh, just quick reviews or conversations about horror movies on Friday. So this will not be the full Real DMC podcast episode, so don't worry, you don't have to strap in for 90 minutes every single time. <laughs> so, or maybe you will. Maybe you will. I don't know. This, this is a, I think this is an interesting inaugural film to talk about. I, I had a much, I had, I, had a, I had a better experience than I was planning for. Let me say that. So I'm trying to read you guys to see what, what the initial, your initial reaction was.
2: Um, gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's, so the, the film we are going to talk about today is the 2013 remake Of the Evil Dead. David, please, please,
0: you have to get me out of here. By the way, thanks for introducing us. I
2: did.
1: Didn't I say Dave Marks called?
2: He didn't you didn't ask how we were. He introduced oh. us. He just doesn't care how we are today. Well you just always shit all over that part of the podcast, so I stopped. Okay. Doing it. All right,
1: let's see how let's see how it works. Okay. So Marks and Colin, how's it
0: going? <laughs> <laughs> doing good, Dave. Okay. I'm I'm great, Dave. I'm really okay,
1: excited
2: well,
0: to talk about this movie.
1: So how about this? I'm super curious. How about initial impressions?
2: I thought it was quite good. I actually, I thought overall and not comparing it to remake and not comparing it to the original. So if you kind of divorce yourself from the, this is just a horror movie, kind of like we did in Halloween. We just take this as a horror movie on its own. That's quite good. I think it's, it, definitely is gross in many, many spots. It's, it goes to 100% very quickly. So if you're squeamish, there was a little bit, ooh, kind of looking away a few times. But overall, like the mood, the lighting, I thought the performances were actually all pretty solid and just was like a good setup story. You know, you can't go wrong with five people in the forest secluded and, you know, death starts happening, so.
1: <laughs> and, have, and having a really rough go of it.
2: Yeah, so I
0: thought it was great.
2: about
1: you?
0: Yeah, I was like really, really pleasantly surprised. Uh, I just thought this was going to be a, a remake of The Evil Dead. I didn't really know anything about it other than it starred Jane Levy. And I had like, I, I really, really liked it. <laughs> I was surprised. I mean, yeah, it was gory. But I, I was really, I really liked it. And it wasn't until the end credits that I even realized that it was produced by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, amongst others. I had no idea that they were involved in this at all. And then I read a little backstory, which we could probably talk about later. But yeah, I was just like really loving it.
1: Yeah. So it's funny because I'm a huge fan of the Evil Dead series. I mean, I hold it in super high regard. I love Bruce Campbell. So I think out of maybe loyalty to Bruce Campbell, I just never wanted to watch this movie because I was thinking, oh, this is going to be just a crappy remake. And it's going to have a bunch of you know, like crappy CGI or whatever. And I was very, very uh, impressed and surprised by this film. And specifically, I, I went through a bit of an emotional journey as I was watching it. Because you know initially, you know, the kids, show, the, the, they show up in the forest. You're kind of thinking, okay, these are just kind of your eh, generic five people. Yeah, they're going to get killed. But then they started making all these little nods to the Evil Dead series. It's so respectful of the source material, and it has so many little Easter eggs and things that it calls out. And it does it in a very respectful way, I think. So it's, it's celebrating the Evil Dead series. And, and then, of course, it just it blows the doors off everything when it comes to just gore and nastiness and, and all that. After the initial possession takes place, then all of a sudden it just starts upping the gore factor. To the point like where I actually think this movie is, is arguably it's a remake of... Evil Dead 1 and at least the first part of Evil Dead 2, like right up until like the Ash becomes the transformed hero in Evil Dead 2. Because by the end of this movie, I was laughing out loud as I was watching it. Like I was actually, you know, there were moments where the the violence was so over the top and so cartoony that I was just, I was having a great time with it and laughing. And it reminded me so much of Evil Dead 2 in that regard.
0: That's an interesting point. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it it sort of amping up because obviously the very end, it was just like, Okay, wow. But, yeah, that's interesting because I was was trying to think about this. Well, where does this fit within the whole Evil Dead universe? Is this a straight remake of the Evil Dead? Because that's where I was sort of thinking about it. And I haven't seen the Evil Dead, the first one, in a long time. I just saw Evil Dead 2. I started thinking, is this actually just an Uh, Evil Dead sequel? Like, does this actually take place like 32 years after ash and evil dead 2 where yeah no like, it's funny because i had that going back to this cabin
2: like over the years and getting into the same predicament i mean such a nice location and and beautiful place you'd want to spend it well i
0: know <laughs> it's like it's like you pull up to that cabin you're like
1: oh dude i'm I'm gonna go i'm gonna go hit the holiday inn down the road
0: no well maybe <laughs> maybe we should get into our categories and before we start talking over everything else
2: sure let's dive in yeah the cast, were any of you familiar with either Jane Levy or the two I recognize was Jane, obviously from, I mean, not obvious if you don't watch it, Zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist, the sitcom on NBC. <laughs> don't watch it.
0: I, I don't watch it, but I, I do. I'm a big fan of Jane Levy. She was in a show called Suburgatory, which I think is kind of what first propelled her to, to fame. We used to watch that. And then uh, one thing that I, I do know about her is that she is from the Bay Area. She went to yeah. Sir Francis Drake High School in San Anselmo. So, always been a fan of, of Jane.
2: Yeah. And the other one I recognized was uh, Jessica Lucas, who was in uh, Gotham, which is actually a fun show. Mm. Yeah, I've seen yeah. her before, too, and other stuff. I thought she was good, though.
0: I didn't recognize and, and anyone else in the cast. There was, yeah. uh, there was somebody who was in Cloverfield. Uh,
1: one of them was in the, Cloverfield. Yeah, it's the
2: same Jessica Lucas. Yeah. So I recognize her from Cloverfield. Yeah, the rest were pretty well, pretty unknown.
1: So in the first Evil Dead, when they show up at the cabin, you know, they go down to the basement and they find the Necronomicon and they find the, the cassette tapes of the, the anthropologist who's been translating, you know. And so that's actually it's the it's the tape that that in the first Evil Dead that sets the spirit loose in the forest. So it's kind of cool, actually, that they had that as the you get you get to see the, the origin story, basically, of that of that dude in a way. I thought that was kind of interesting. How so? Well, because you don't, uh, you you never really, you don't see a lot of the original professor. You hear his voice, and that, the voiceover, by the way, that's at the, in the end credits, is actually from The Evil Dead, like the first one.
0: Sorry, I'm just not following. What do you? I, I I heard the the recording that they used during yeah. the end credits, right? But what what are you talking about? The origin story, like the guy who's on the guy
1: who's dictating. Yeah, that, I'm, that's the guy who has to burn his daughter in the basement in the opening sequence. Is it? Yeah, that's how, that's how I took it. I mean, I, maybe I'm off on that, but it seems like that is the guy who is responsible for doing the research and setting the spirit loose originally.
0: Okay, I just yeah. I just sort of figured it was like somebody else who stumbled into all of this because I couldn't remember the original and, and when what the setup was. I think there was like Ash and his sister were there.
1: So it's Ash, one other guy, their girlfriends, and then Ash's sister. So okay in the first one and and they but, go to the basement and they find the Necronomicon and they find the the reel-to-reel tapes that have the
0: incantations on them so would that then mean that the professor so if the if the guy in the beginning is the professor and his daughter yeah. then that would have taken place like 30 over 30 years ago
2: right yeah a long time ago interesting okay all right yeah, that was kind of cool though. You didn't need to know all of that backstory. Inside. Well, that's—I
1: I, I mean, I know just the the references and the callbacks in this movie are just—it's crazy, right? So you have the the POV shot in the forest, which is—I thought it was great that they referenced it, but they didn't overdo it, right? So you didn't see a replication of the, that shot over and over again. The interior—I mentioned the interior of the cabin. The the when she vomits the blood onto. When Mia vomits the blood onto the other woman, that's and by the way, lots of lots of chunks in her hair on that that come out as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I, I think, think she that.
0: must have eaten a can of corn before. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's that's directly out of Evil Dead too. When Ash gets the like the the fire hose kind of blood in the face, you have the water in the basement, which is. Very similar to Army of Darkness, when Ash is fighting, you know, the against the Deadites there. You have hand possession, which occurs in oh, the yeah. original Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. And in the, in the first one, it's you know, she starts, it forces her to start drawing. And, and then, of course, Ash fights his hand. You have the chainsaw, of course, the chainsaw and the shotgun and the, the chainsaw ending. And it's so it's just, I just, I, th- I was sitting there and it was just, I was having a great time thinking that, wow, someone really yeah uh, this is this seemed like a labor of love for somebody who was a genuine evil dead fan and it i just i had a good time with it I loved it <laughs> and then just the last thing i know i'm i know I'm excited to talk about this movie but the the utilization of practical effects in this movie was awesome. I just thought like that was just the splatter the gore the look the makeup, and the fact that it didn't go for some like cheap c g i route and they just really kind of went for it
0: i just so much respect for them. I had a great time with the movie. It was fun. I, I totally agree. It the it looked great. Yeah, and the all of the effects, all of the their practical effects, and they were extremely well done. I think I read that they used in this. So the original Evil Dead used like two hundred to three hundred gallons of fake blood, and this movie used seventy thousand gallons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It again, I mean, it it did start raining blood at the end, so yeah. I could see that.
1: That, that was I. I love that moment because at that point they're just like, "Fuck it, we're going for it." It's like you want you want blood, you want gore. It's it's gonna come down from the sky.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm all, I'm all in for more if, if they make another one for sure. The you can see the uh, team up of the director I don't know his first name, Betty Alvarez. Yeah, and uh, Jane Levy do make another horror movie called Don't Breathe.
0: Yeah, have you guys, have you guys seen that? Nope. I I watched the trailer and I'm I'm all in. I want to watch it now.
1: Give you a a very strong recommendation on that movie. It's a it's a good movie. And one of the reasons why I think this movie works so well or is so fun is it's kind of replicated in that movie. So I won't I won't give anything away about that movie, but what I like about this one is that it's subversive, right? It, it actually kind of tries to, it takes you in one direction and then it kind of bounces you back the other way, right? I thought it was just gonna be a straight, like a true horror movie. The, I like the protagonist switch. Like, so all of a sudden towards the end, they flip the protagonist. I think that's pretty cool. And then little things along the way, like where the the woman in, in the kitchen with a meat slicer, where she has to cut off her arm, <laughs> you know, it's like you Natalie. sit there, you're, you're sitting there. Okay, well who's who's becoming Ash here, right? Because suddenly it's her, she's cutting off her arm, and then Mia gets her arm crunched under the car at the end. So you know, everybody's people are losing hands left and right. So <laughs> I don't know. It just it was it was fun. It was unexpectedly fun.
0: Oh yeah, and I really did love how the fact that so Mia. It becomes the the Mia demon, so she's like the primary demon in this, and then all of a sudden, she turns around and she ends up being the hero in the end. Really, really w- good writing. So it was written by Ferdi Alv- Alvarez and Rodo Sayagues Sayagas? I don't know. They're from Uruguay, and yeah, they he so they both wrote and he directed. Don't breathe. So they they like they both teamed up for both of these movies, which also starred. Jane Levy. So really interested to see Don't Breathe. I gotta go watch it tomorrow. It's really good.
2: You'll like it. We can do we'll do
0: another one.
1: I was excited to talk about this movie just because it it caught me off guard. Oh, by the way, so on a side note, (laughs) so Mia has not seen Many horror movies, or really any horror movies. I'm not and sure so, this is the one to start with. No. So the so funny thing is, last night I'm talking to her, I'm like, hey, you know, so you said you want to watch a horror movie. You want to give it a shot? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it myself, so I can't tell you. And, uh, of course, the main character's name is Mia. <laughs> she becomes a demon. And then after watching this movie, I'm like, well, maybe that's a high degree of difficulty to start with from a yeah. horror movie standpoint. Did she,
2: did she so, watch it or no?
1: She watched, uh, no, no, she, she stood in the corner like of the, of the room and she kind of like, looked sideways at the TV when I had the sound <laughs> off cause I was using headphones. So she did that
2: for a little bit. That's the closest so it, she got. All right. I don't know about this one. Um, um.
0: All right, well, someone give us a plot summary. Let's Marcus,
2: uh, quick, plot, quick plot summary. Yeah, so five friends go out to the secluded cabin in the forest. I did like the setup that they were trying to help their friend Mia kick a drug addiction because... No, it was a good setup. It, yeah, right? that was really good because they, then they can go through the withdrawals and they allowed... Like, she ends up getting possessed by a demon, but they're like, no, 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 it's just heroin withdrawal. <laughs> mix those up all the worst, time. Worst <laughs> detox ever. They find the Book of the Dead and they unleash demons on the world. Bad things happen. Perfect, perfect. Don't. Yeah, I don't know, um, finding a book made in human flesh around a, a dozen hanging dead cats, I don't think I'd, I'd stick around. That's my moment of I'm out.
1: <laughs> and why is it that Mia could be the only one that would smell that okay. when she was upstairs? I would think that if you have like 40 or 50 dead cats hanging d- downstairs. that
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how no one smelled that until they opened up the, the basement door. Yeah,
1: You can imagine what that smell is when they open up that basement door. It <laughs> oh, have, God. Oof. <laughs> By the way, it also does provide a backstory as to why that one cat was angry with them, the cat in the windowsill. Because, you know, I mean, he's the one survivor. survivor. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, Fuck this place. I'm out of here. <laughs> he, 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 already, he that cat went through the Evil Dead experience. He was the ash of the, of the cat uh, version of Evil Dead. Everybody else made it, <laughs> yeah. ended up hanging in the basement.
0: All right, let, let, let's actually formally hit these categories. So our first right. category is the scream meter. Were you scared at any point? Any jump scares? Tension? Like, what what'd you think, Dave?
1: I didn't think that the movie was was all that scary. There were a couple of small jump scares. The I think that when she is after she crashes the car and she is in the um, she gets trapped by the trees and then it cuts to that one scene of I think it's actually her. Is it, is it a mirror image of herself that's standing in front of her? The the woman. I was, it, you know she's she looks like the, the woman from the ring, so it's kind of hard to tell exactly <laughs> right. if, yeah, it, yeah. who the
2: character is.
0: No, I think it's the I think it's the the previous demon. Yeah, previous demon. It's yeah. the
2: one that attacks her at the end, also, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So,
1: yeah. So that, that, that was a good kind of jump scare. But overall, I'm not sure that this is very uh, scary from a tension perspective. I'd give it maybe like a five, a 10. I don't know. How about you guys?
2: Yeah. I would say like the only, uh, the kind of surprise scare was when she like vomits onto Olivia. It was just more of like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> oh man. Just because it's just so nasty. And like, you didn't expect that to happen. At least I didn't expect it. It's just like a fire hose right onto her face too. It's just so gross.
1: Exactly out of Evil Dead too. Oh, that's I'm telling
2: you, man. Yeah, most of it's more they get it out of uh, gore. You just don't want it. Like, okay, I don't need to see that. And like more squeamish factor than any sort of like kind of tension and like afraid of what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. How about you, Colin? For me, it was mostly uh, tension. I think there was some good tension buildup, but there was nothing. That was like a jump scare. Actually, the, the thing that scared me the most, that, that made me jump the most, was right at the beginning of film, where they have the, the Ghost House Pictures promo, the, the their labeling, you know? Oh, the And, through, through and I the didn't know off. if the, the volume was up, because there was no, nothing coming out, so I was turning up the volume, and all of a sudden, the door slams, and I'm like, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> so that, that scared me. By the production logo? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe when uh, the demon she so Mia gets back to the house after being you know, raped in the woods by a demon, and and she's sitting on the bed and she turn she looks up and she sees the the mirror and there's like the demon looking back at her. That was that was pretty good. But mm-hmm. no, other than that, not really.
1: Yeah. There were there were good creepy moments like when when the woman who is it is it is it Natalie N- or Natalie? I didn't, I didn't the, who's in the she's in the bathroom and she's carving like cutting yeah. her face out that's oh, Olivia yeah. that's Olivia. Yeah, that's Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was and nasty. And, then she, and then she she turns around and then they're looking at her face with like the whole chunk carved out and all yeah. that that was actually pretty cool looking
2: yeah they had the the cutting of the tongue a couple of times, it was just like
1: okay.
0: let's let's talk about the squeamish scale because there's a couple <laughs> things that I know we're gonna talk about here, so dave what do you what do you have on your squeamish scale just from one to 10? Ten? Ten, zero being Bambi versus Godzilla, 10 being Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, I mean, Texas
1: Chainsaw Massacre, even as a point of comparison, is not, that's more disturbing than squeamish from a, I'm trying to think of a good. Yeah, we need to work on the well, scale, but like
2: this, this can <laughs> be our d- 10. It, this,
0: was, right uh,
1: now, because for me, this is a 9.5. Yeah. This this occupies the top spot right now. We've only done one movie, Fright, Friday Night Frights, but I, I mean, this is, I don't know, this is a nine, maybe. Yeah,
2: I'd put this 9.5, 10. Yeah. Top, tops of my list right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, look when when Natalie cut her own arm off using an electric meat slicer. Oh God, I I, I had to look away. I, oh, yeah, I just could. I knew it was coming, and I just I, I saw a little bit, but I was like, no, no, I just I just can't. I looked away. I, looked, I don't know what this says like,
1: about me, but I was
2: I was laughing during that. time. I started laughing. <laughs> no, I did. I, I, that I, says I looked a lot away. About I'm like you, Dave. I'm like, oh, I looked away, and I'm like, oh, are they actually going to show it and I like, kind of peek out and like, oh yeah, yeah, they're showing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was okay let me ask this what was your single like kind of f- favorite moment of the film from a like a gore perspective
0: well that one certainly was good i think there's a couple other that really grossed me out first of all the mia demon licking the utility knife and splitting her own tongue too yeah that was nasty yeah, that was a good one yeah and then and then yelling kiss me a dirty cunt <laughs> <laughs> that was great and then shockingly or maybe interestingly when when eric was being attacked by the natalie demon she picked up a crowbar and she was whacking away and put his hands up to (laughs) in self-defense and the crowbar to the hand just like mangled his fingers and i i was just i winced that one was like oh no Poor Eric. That was a good one, but then
1: I think at the end, my favorite was the the chainsaw from underneath the car, like cutting off the the demon's legs. I love that. That was a, and, that was great. And then and then and then the, the chain and then right in half on the on the demon at the end, with just the blood going everywhere. I mean, that just that's yeah. also a direct callback too. When Ash is fighting Linda in the shed in Evil Dead too. So well, I well, maybe that.
0: maybe that should lead us into the cool kills category because that was my number one cool kill for this movie is being the, stabbed in the face with a chainsaw, with a chainsaw <laughs> yeah, that was, and yeah. then getting your head and torso cut in half by said chainsaw i think that not only i that, think but that qualifies that, as a cool kill it's pretty cool yeah cake. that's
1: a definitely a cool kill and seeing the chainsaw progress down through the body like, that's great right you just watch it like split it all the way down it was fun
0: it's it's sort of amazing that i had to turn away from the meat slicer but that was no problem i think at that point because it's like so cartoony at that point that it's you, you, you know, it's not real, right? Yeah. But whereas the the arm, it looked like it, you know, almost real, right? Yeah, the
1: the other sequence that was a little bit kind of wince-inducing was the when she's in the crawl space at the end and she's trying to get away and the demon is shoving machetes through the door and you oh, see one yeah. just go like right into her arm uh, like and right the knee. into her, like right across the top of her leg. Yeah, a couple it's, of those like, were yeah, like, like wincey. is
0: isn't, isn't it odd that the smallest of cuts can create the most like impact in you because yeah. I know yeah, just that, like just the top of her knee yeah. and then like pulling it back and it's, and it's sort of serrated at that point. It's like, Oh God, no! <laughs> <I know. laughs> where's like, you know, like a chainsaw to the face. You're like, yeah, cool.
2: <laughs> I, I think you can imagine that, like that happening versus like, yeah. the, the chainsaw. You're like, and ah, that's like,
0: yes, we've all had something like that happen, but no yeah. one's had a chainsaw of a face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> One of my concerns of my both my daughters—they watched *Into the Woods*, which is like the like Broadway musical of the like Disney stuff. And then, like last night, they both like had like nightmares and woke up in the middle of the night because of it. I'm like, oh god, do not see my, do not see my screen at all when I'm watching this. I thought you were going to say um, something like, both my daughters came in no, no, and no, they no. ended up watching a couple of minutes of this movie and I
1: didn't realize it. It's no, no, like, no, no. I was going to say, welcome to future psychology bills down the road. No, they
2: just got scared of Into the Woods, so I'm like, please don't ever see any of this. <laughs>
1: No, I thought the gore was great. I mean, I, I think it was super effective and I just, I really loved the, the practical effects and everything, the, the demon designs, the burns from the boiling water in the shower, like all that just, it looked good. So by the way, plenty uh, of
0: cool kills. Just talking about the boiling water. So it was really interesting just how they used, or at least Eric sort of perused and or the, the book of the dead. Oh yeah, I thought that was good. And looking, seeing each of these illustrations, it's like one by one, it's coming forth with Mia. And I like it because you don't really see that much of the Book of the Dead and the Evil Dead series. You know, you see the sort of...
1: The quick, kind of the quick flashes, like the stop right. motion stuff. They did yeah. a
0: lot of work on this and it was really, really cool. The illustrations were really awesome.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. So if you had a chance to have the prop Necronomicon, would you keep that thing in your house? <laughs> no. would cool
2: i mean it's just a book i mean it's not like it's just a prop the
0: prop eh, the prop maybe but it no probably not well, i wasn't thinking the actual <laughs> necronomicon made of human skin now you probably wouldn't
1: want to have that around the house yeah
0: no. no but even the prop i don't think i'd want it there because it'd be like are we sure that's a prop <laughs> yeah, I, it's
1: like not wanting to get in the water on the jaws right on universal right yeah. it's just like yeah that same kind of
0: <laughs> Creepiness, but did you notice that the last illustration, which is like the I think they called it the abomination, that's actually the illustration is a riff on the original Evil Dead poster. Yeah, no, yeah, which it. I thought was that was another one of those little great homages. Yeah,
1: it looked it looked a lot like it, and and apparently I didn't see this, but in looking at the trivia, there is a you can see within the Book of the Dead that there is one scene uh, or one picture of, of a hand that's giving the middle finger, in as a little homage to uh, Evil Dead too. But I didn't notice. That. I
0: did not notice that one either. Yeah. yeah. The uh, going back to the cool kills. I I really thought that the nail gun was was pretty pretty fun. Even though technically, it, I don't you think you got a kill out of it. A nail gun that way, because you got to actually pull back the safety in order for you yeah. to like shoot nails like bullets. But when Eric was like throwing up his arms in self defense and seeing the, the, the nails go like through his forearm, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Brutal. Yeah, the characters in this
1: movie took a significant amount of abuse. Yeah, for sure. Oh,
0: yeah, getting stabbed repeatedly with a syringe in the face—that was good. Yeah. 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 Well, I was yeah that guy, that guy
1: got and then he also got stabbed in the chest and they they duct taped the wound clothes, which I
0: did appreciate.
2: Yeah, that was the if we want to get a best best character or favorite characters or worst characters, I would I would give it to Eric for take, taking the most abuse and uh, still coming in at the end and saving the day. You get so you he, think he was the best character? I don't know, about Best character but he's one of my favorites. Like he getting stabbed in the heart with a shard of mirror and then duct taping it closed and like he's got like an open heart wound. And he's like, oh, just a little duct tape on that, I'll be fine. And he keeps going. Like he gets like nail gun repeatedly. He didn't like he got his <laughs> like hand severed and like all things. I, sort of I like.
0: feel like because I, I thought Eric was the worst character, and and oh. the reason I thought that was because a he's wearing molester glasses that yeah. was done purposely by the way. I know, I that later. Yeah, yeah, that and his uh, his hair his long hair, but you know, he, he's so reckless by like, okay, you got a book. It's like wrapped in barbed wire so that you, you can't open it up. So he meticulously takes some wire cutters, clips them open, opens the book and then starts reading from it. And like, there's passages that are clearly scratched out. Like you should never read this. And what does he do?
2: He like he does the charcoal rubbing and like he, he does the
0: charcoal rubbing and then he starts reading it out loud. What a fucking dick! I was just saying it's a little.
1: It was a con, little convenient that he was able to you know figure out was it Sumerian writing or whatever and and get the exact uh, scratched incantation to summon the, the demons. That's that was the one uh, out of everything. A little bit of a stretch there. Speaking of the characters, they weren't all a bunch of stupid characters making really bad decisions, right? They were in a really bad yeah. situation, but you didn't get the feeling that any one of them was. Yeah, making really dumb choices. So that was,
2: that was nice too. That was, well, that was a change. Yeah. I had that. True. As, I didn't have any worse characters. There weren't any people. You're just like, okay, this person just being dumb and yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the only one I, I would say is when Mia is clearly not herself. And David, David says, maybe, maybe she just lost her mind. Maybe all she needs is a doctor.
2: And I'm like, yeah.
0: no dude. Have you seen
2: her? <laughs> They did have that quote. I forget uh, when I think on oh, Natalie. Natalie cut off her arm, and like, oh, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. He's like, no, everything is not fine. She just cut off her fucking arm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So all
1: the characters, all, all the actors, did are really good job with the transformation in terms of the body ticks and the way that they moved and all that. So the physical acting I thought was yeah. was pretty cool.
0: Was there any character that you particularly liked?
1: I don't know. I, I like the end, you know, the the hero journey stuff that Mia goes through at the end. I thought was kind of fun because it was unexpected. Because I just didn't, I didn't see it going back that way. So that that I thought was fun again, just kind of subversive in terms of switching the perspective on the protagonist.
0: So I like that. I I, I just I felt really bad for Natalie because it's like, oh, I get to go spend some time with my new boyfriend at a quaint cabin in the woods. Yeah. it's like no, it's actually a detox, and oh, this. Cabin is, like, old, dilapidated, fucking scary as hell. And then everyone di- everyone dies. I get to cut off my own arm, and I end up looking like Pinhead with nails in my face. <laughs> and I love her, her last line. David, why does my face hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Natalie. Yeah,
2: she she got the short end.
0: By the way, if you take the first letters of each of the main characters, David, Eric, Mia... Olivia and Natalie. That spells out demon.
2: Mm. There you go. Clever.
1: So the the dog situation. Yeah, was the dog's so name really
2: Grandpa? Yeah. So, but <laughs> I think it's kind sort of funny. Hey, Grandpa. i <laughs> I'm like, wait. When they first called him, like. Are you serious? They just called, is the dog's name grandpa? Is he like, like reincarnated? What is such such a strange name for a dog? Never heard it. That
1: was, that was one thing though, in terms of the, just as a little story beat that I thought was slightly confusing. Right. So when did she sneak out to do it? And you know, why did she do it? All of a sudden the dog is, you know, has been beaten to death with a hammer.
0: I don't know because then other more serious shit starts happening. It's like, who cares about the dog? But yeah, they sort of roll over that pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's to set up the fact that so, to give David a, an anti-Mia angle, I guess, or, you know, in, enrage him somehow. I just thought that was the one thing
2: that, that didn't really feel like it fit perfectly within the rest of the movie. So uh, at what point would you be getting out of there? Finding the dog? I, as soon as I pulled up and saw the front of the cabin. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not staying here. It was a family yeah, yeah. cabin, too. So they must have had, like, because they had pictures of themselves in there and stuff. So they must have had a better memory of what it Used to look like? I don't know.
0: I don't know. But yeah, it, seriously, like the minute I saw that creepy old cabin, I'm like, oh, we're helping a friend detox here? Like, have you ever heard of Passages Rehab Center? Fuck this. Let's go to Malibu. Not the fucking Evil Dead cabin. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. Dumb moves. But what, what, what do you think? What, what do you think was a particularly dumb move by a character in
2: this film? I don't think they had a like. I don't think overall that they did anything particularly dumb. Like they, there wasn't much. Well, there's
0: a, there's a couple. I think.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they yeah. they try and get out. Like they're like, okay, we're done, we're out of here. But then the roads, the rivers washed out. You know, they try and they relatively not just plain stupid like actions, besides the staying there. He said the original premise of going to this. Well, cabin. I was going to say that, <laughs> that to
1: me is the, the dumbest move is the overall plan. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's probably so
0: they all get an award for that one. You mean like doing detox out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in theory, I think it's a it's a nice plan, but like, has anyone ever been there in the last twenty years? Yeah. Like, probably, a yeah, very bad idea. I mean, there's one obvious dumb move, and that's fucking Eric reading out passage, scratched out passages from this <laughs> book bound in human flesh. Right. Generally bad idea, but it, but honestly, I think, you know, clearing out all the hanging dead cats from the basement. I mean, like if there's ever a situation where you need to just say, fuck this, we're out of here. Yeah. It's probably that one. Right. I mean, you've got the rotting stench of death, uh, the stench of burned hair, 50 dead hanging cats, and then blood smeared all over the floor in the basement door. Yeah,
2: that's a, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's a point. Even if you're like, okay, we'll stay at this cabin. Like That's the point. You're like, no, we're not staying here for sure. You're
0: like, you know what? Yeah. She hasn't detoxed yet. <laughs> Maybe we should just like buy her some heroin on the way home and do this like next month. Any moments
1: where you would do something radically different than one of the characters did in this movie?
2: I don't think they're like poorly written. There's not like a, there's not an out that's obvious sign of a good horror movie. Actually.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Same thing with uh, when you see don't breathe, by the way, also the, the characters and their actions and all that are, are pretty solid. So I definitely like this guy as a horror director for sure.
0: If there is, if you had one way to die, like from the movie, a method of dying
2: from the movie, which way would it be? Like you had to pick. Can you get the chainsaw, chainsaw to the face? be quick I'll, i know i just think i guess i'll just take a chance out of the face and get it over quickly. <laughs> really yeah i don't want to be no. stabbed in the heart with a shard of glass and do i do even? not want a chainsaw in my face <laughs> well, Sorry. i do either d- but like definitely do you want to do you want to cut
1: you want to you cu- you cut your arm off and then take like you know 30 nails to the face via a nail gun i mean well
0: so this one was actually a little bit difficult to think about because there's is there like real death and then there or then there's like demon death right because I think they turn into a demon, and then and then it's like really bad. But I think honestly, Eric probably had the best fate because ultimately he just died from like being stabbed with a utility knife. I mean, that was like the killing blow. So yeah,
2: but he got like so much abuse before that. Well, I'm not not saying that's what I'm saying. This is a little
0: difficult because it's not just like in like Friday the Thirteenth, and you get like a you know a a knife like through your neck or something. Yeah, it's not like one. There's so much built up abuse that eric took i would not want to be eric yeah but in terms of the killing blow that that seems fine otherwise buried alive sounds pretty awful but i'd rather probably do that than have a chainsaw put <laughs> my face no, then i don't. No, i'd rather right, really take a chainsaw out of the yeah. face and be buried alive <laughs> buried no alive no that would no. be horrible you like be alive oh, are you kidding me yeah. no because you just suffocate <laughs> i'd rather suffocate than so, a you would, chainsaw so you want, want rip, <laughs> rip into multiple my minutes face? of that versus
1: just like you know all of a sudden it's like yeah there's a chainsaw coming
0: at me and that's it and I'm like, that's all i
1: remember <laughs> i'll take the chainsaw
0: I, i'll take a nail gun to the base of my to my brain stem <laughs> that'll be over quick <laughs> can, I, can i can i riff a little bit on this?
2: <laughs> oh man
0: i just oh oh no i, I have it grandpa Grandpa died by a, a hammer to the skull. Maybe that would be better. I can't believe I just said a hammer to the skull. I prefer <laughs> that as my motive.
2: Did anyone like just get the shotgun, the straight shotgun shot? I'll take that. That's fine. Uh, Over oh, quick. Uh,
0: maybe that that would be best. Wow, this is an awful cate- category. Who, who came <laughs> up with this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think this movie is a tough one. Yeah.
0: Do you have any favorite quotes from the movie?
2: I don't think this is a particularly quotable film. Yeah. I had a couple written down, but they weren't like great. It's not like a lot of one liners, which is kind of nice. It's not like a, a typical, it's not going for the humor in that. I, like,
1: I mostly like that the dialogue that I liked was most of the demon dialogue, you know, where the, yeah, you know, we well, already did the come kiss me one, but there's a, a couple other ones in terms of, you know, not, not but swallowing your soul. I forget. She says she does say swallow your soul at one yeah. point. Right? Not sure. But all the all the demon dialogue and the the sound that they used to uh, influence the the way the dialogue was being spoken, I thought was pretty. Cool. Yeah, the voice is terrifying. Know, there, there was not a there wasn't a particular line that that sounded really fun. It wasn't. There is no this is my boomstick moment in this no. movie. No, but that's
0: okay. No, there's 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 one line aside from the kiss me you dirty cut. There's one line I, I thought was kind of funny, which was you know after. They were in the shed and Eric was all beaten up and he's got, he's stabbed in the, in the chest and they're like wrapping him up with a utility knife. They send, he sends, David sends Natalie back into the house to get some water and sugar. And, and then all sorts of shit happens to Natalie. And then David comes and he like helps her and then they chain up the, the, the door to the basement, right? They must spend about 10 minutes doing all this stuff. And then finally, (laughs) poor Eric comes back into the house and, and he looks down and he grabs the pitcher of water that was meant for him like ten minutes ago. <laughs> he picks it up and he just chugs the whole thing and he goes, Thanks for the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that was good. I like that moment. <laughs> Unanswerable questions?
1: The the only thing that was confusing to me was the the demon mythology in terms of the how possession spread. Because the you know, the one woman gets vomited on, so if you assume that it's you know the, something gets in her mouth or whatever, and maybe that's how the demon gets in. The other woman is it, she's bitten on the hand, yeah. and so so it's, and then she be, and then her hand becomes possessed, which is very similar to the again the Evil Dead too. But I don't know that it's it's not really consistently uh, understood. It's
0: not 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 totally clear. Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. Is it you know one demon that is going through each of those people, or? Was like was because Mia was down in the basement when like Olivia was possessed. So did he transfer? Or? Yeah. So is, is it one entity that's yeah. actually
1: like controlling all all the people at the same time? Is versus like individual kind of you know sub demons or whatever? Not not really sure. Yeah. It doesn't really matter.
0: I th- actually thought that the the ending was really really interesting because you know he had to like the prophecy was you know he swallows seven souls and then or sorry five souls and then the sky is red with blood and he is, yeah. he's, he is returned. And, and it wasn't that He'd only gotten like four of them, including me. And then David sacrifices himself, but in the, in the process of sacrificing himself, he then be, gets possessed. And so now it's five. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, it starts raining blood. And I thought, Oh yeah. wow. So we actually got to the the climax yeah. And because Mia was no longer she'd been brought back at that point. So I thought that was yeah, and that I, was really good.
1: i have to say I love the whole I love the the visuals and all that during that scene too, when the emergence out of the out of the ground, you know, with the, with the blood coming down from the sky. So it's crawling out of this pool of blood, this mixture of, you know, blood and dirt, muddy, and just kinda the, the demon itself and how it looked. I thought that was just really it was all really cool looking.
0: Yeah, and of course, you know, like the hand coming out of the ground and like looking exactly like the illustration in the book and the Evil Dead poster which was yeah, is exactly. really 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 well done how do you think this compares to the original Evil Dead oh, it's interesting
1: the you know the original Evil Dead holds a it's just it's different different time in my life, right? So different perspective in terms of what the movie means to me. And, and it's, of course, got Bruce Campbell. I don't know that I would say that it's gonna. It's actually better than The Evil Dead, because I just find that movie so fascinating for what they were able to make. And just again, the reason why it happens happened at all, the reason why we have this movie today that we just watched is because, you know, Sam Raimi and a bunch of college buddies wanted to make a movie, wanted to make a horror movie. And that's basically, it's like, let's just go take a shot at it right and so that that part of the inventiveness and what they were able to get out of four hundred thousand dollars as compared to this because i think the budget on this thing was like 17 million so it's i don't i don't i guess i can't directly compare compare them and say one is better than the other they're from two different eras let me say this movie i think is incredibly respectful to the source material and is an really an, an outstanding example of how to do a remake and do the right thing with it so i was super pleasantly surprised
0: do you do you think it's a remake or like a reimagining?
1: I think it's I think it's more of a reimagining and, and I almost think that it could be from a continuity standpoint. This this could be part of the original trilogy, right? I mean it could have been that it could be
0: Evil Dead three. It,
1: in a way, yeah. Or I mean it's four or, or I don't know. Yeah, whatever or the non it'd be the, it'd be the non Army of Darkness Evil Dead sequel. <laughs> so right. yeah. yeah. This would be this would be a continuation of the the continuity but without the trip to the past.
2: Yeah, I would say like it's, it's hard to compare because like as Dave was saying, like the first one's so low budget and this is a pretty high budget horror movie and modern too. So it's, the differences are quite um, stark between the two, but like storyline and feel and stuff like that. I thought it was done really, really well.
0: All right, I think the only other comment I wanted to make was just about the music. I thought the music was really good. And did you notice that, especially during the, the scenes of like high tension, that they incorporated like an air raid siren into the score.
2: I didn't notice that.
0: No, oh, I didn't notice that. I'll have to yeah check it out. Go check it out. It's because it really sort of amps up your attention level because it's very loud and like annoying. It's like unsettling. Hmm. No, that's good.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would close by saying that as somebody who is a, was a big fan of the original trilogy and did not, did not want to watch this movie for fear that it was going to kind of either... You know, shit all over something that I love, or just be a poor point of comparison without Bruce Campbell. I was misguided <laughs> in that, and I would actually recommend this, particularly to people who are fans of The Evil Dead, because I think it's again just amazingly respectful to the source material. It's a really fun movie. The gore is fantastic. The setting is great, and it's just again, I I personally believe this is. More of an Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two kind of remake because the violence is so over the top and it, you know so cartoonish. But it's surprising; it was very surprising to me, and I give it a very strong recommendation.
2: Yeah, I would say it is definitely a enjoyable movie. If you're a little bit squeamish or don't want too much gore, this may not be it. <laughs> it's definitely a very intense movie in that regard. But it's not, it's a good, solid, all around horror movie. Heavy on the gore, but good on the story, good on the acting, good on the settings. enjoyable.
0: I would say this was totally, totally worth watching. It's really well done reimagining of the whole Evil Dead series. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you're at all into that, highly recommended. If you're not into that, I think it's a really good one-off if you like horror movies, especially gory horror movies. And I think it would definitely spur you on to, to watch the rest of the series. I th- th- totally surpassed my expectations. It's As a horror movie, you could do a lot worse. And this is
1: definitely something, unless you're super squeamish, then as Marcus said, you might have a bit of a tough time with this one. <laughs> but again, I actually, I actually think the violence is on par with the, the Evil Dead 2 in terms of even the style. So it's maybe a little bit more disturbing potentially. But if you're okay with that, and you sort of had a good time with the Evil Dead 2 kind of cartoonish violence, I think you'll be right at home here. No problem. Should I wrap it?
0: Yeah, wrap it.
1: Good one. All right. Well, this was fun. This was actually, it was, it was just fun to watch a, a modern horror movie and, and have a good time with it. So, I did like yeah, that. Hopefully. It was
2: the first time all of us have seen this movie, too. So it was kind of a, it wasn't a rewatch for anything. So Yeah, that was fun. No, that's I, not I, the everybody. first
0: time. The Hunger.
2: Well, okay, okay. okay. Oh, I guess some others, but I guess all our homeworks. Forget that. Strike that mark.
0: <laughs> Th- thankfully, <laughs> this is better than The Hunger, though. Yeah. <laughs> by, by
2: quite
1: a
0: bit. Yeah, Definitely. Well, you can uh, thank does- Marcus for the Friday Night Frights suggestion, and then you can thank me for insisting that we watch this movie.
1: I think I backed you up on that, though.
0: I know, but I was the one who yeah. said, "Like, let's watch this one." Okay.
1: All right. Well, and with that, let's just take a moment, all of us, to thank Colin. So, thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. And we will we will say that uh, you're welcome. This is, <laughs> this is the inaugural episode of the Real DMCs Friday Night Frights, wrapping up.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: I'll swallow your
2: soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) David, why does my face hurt?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good one, guys.